Hi, welcome back. I'm Susan Patang from The Quiet Zone Coaching, and you're listening to No More Losers, Dating After Divorce. And today we're going to talk about three times when it's important to fake it until you make it. You've heard that phrase, fake it until you make it. It means to practice something until you master it. Just like you put training wheels on your bike when you were a kid, pretend to do it and the truth will follow. Pretend to do it and you'll end up mastering it eventually. So we're going to talk about three times when putting the training wheels on is important when it comes to your your love life and finding the perfect partner for you. And that doesn't mean that we're pretending to be somebody that we're not. Um, We're going to fake it until we make it to develop skills that we need. And here we go. I'm going to show you how that works. The first one is when to use, you want to fake it when you make it, when building self-confidence. It would be really awesome if we could just wave a magic wand and be so confident that we can do anything, but it doesn't work that way. When I'm teaching my clients how to build their self-esteem and their self-confidence, I have them use a life mantra. And that one is, I'm a badass because they might not really feel like a badass at that moment. They might also think that saying that they're a badass because they made it to work on time is silly. But eventually, your subconscious mind is going to start hearing and believing the mantra. We can chant all the affirmations that we want all day long, and they're not going to do a damn thing. They're just not going to teach your subconscious anything. But when you use a life mantra that is based on something that has really happened, your subconscious can't argue with that. It can't sabotage you. It has to take that life mantra at face value and start to believe it because it's true. When we do this, we're not pretending to be somebody different from who we really are. We're just being the best version of ourselves. So you want to say, I'm a badass because I made it to work on time. I'm a badass because I took care of my kids and got them off to school or camp on time today. I'm a badass because I got everything on my shopping list. I'm a badass because I did a great job on the report for work. You see what I'm saying? All those wee little tiny wins. A second time when it's important to fake it until you make it is when you are forgiving other people for things that they've done to hurt you in the past. This is one of the tools that I use to help my clients heal from the trauma of some of the past relationships they might have experienced and events um, because whether they're related to romance or not, it involves, this process helps helps you um, get through and process the emotions. It involves remembering and writing down what we want to forgive others for. And that is a big part of, of healing from past hurts, especially when a divorce was very nasty or a breakup was very nasty. We might not feel like forgiving the other person. And it's understandable. I mean, if they did us dirt, um, yeah, you know, that it hurts, doesn't it? And sometimes my clients will say, you know, that shit cheated on me, lied to me, was a worthless so-and-so, you know, why should I forgive him? I get it. It's hard to forgive those who have hurt us that deeply. But just like when we're building our self-confidence, we have to fake it until we make it. 
don't worry about the feeling just yet. You want to write these things down. Try it on. See how it feels to maybe forgive them. Okay. Write down, here are some things that they did to me that I am going to forgive them for, whether or not you feel it. Ask yourself, what's the benefit that I'm getting from not forgiving that person? And then ask yourself, why do you think they did what they did? Maybe they didn't learn how to communicate. Maybe they suffer from depression or anxiety or have some other psychological disorder. Maybe your ex's parents didn't get along. And this was the example that they saw at the time. They didn't know any differently. Or maybe they were just having a bad day. Most of the time when people do things to us that are naughty or nasty, it doesn't have very much to do with us. It has to do with them and something that's processing in their own brain. So think about all those things and then try on the forgiveness again. So now that you have an idea about why they might've done what they did, now how does it feel to maybe forgive them? Does it feel a little better? Or do you feel like, you know, okay, I tried it on. Maybe it's a little better this time. Now, if you don't eventually forgive them, you might drag that resentment into your next relationship or worst case scenario is you drag it into other relationships in your life. So your frustration over the dirt that your ex did to you could get pushed into your job and your coworkers or your children or your parents or your friends. Who wants to have that kind of negativity hanging around? It's time to fake it till you make it. So, okay, here's what I'm going to forgive them for. And I'm going to try to imagine why they might've done what they did. And I'm just going to forgive them for it because I can't go back and change it. I can't go back into the past and change it, but I can move forward and be the better person. And the third time when it's important to fake it till you make it is when you're learning how to be positive and grateful and developing a positive attitude towards life. Having a good attitude is what is going to get you through the day when the day sucks. Okay. There are going to be times when life sucks. That's just the way life is. We have to accept the fact that there are going to be days that suck. Okay. The dog puked on the rug. You can't find your keys. Your assistant is hounding you before you've even had your coffee. And there is a way to deal with that and to learn how to be positive and to be grateful and to stay in the moment. And that is to use, of course, a life mantra. The one that I give to my clients for this is something good about right now is, so what's something good about right now? Something good for me about right now is I'm using this awesome, awesome microphone that I just love that a friend of mine gave me to use for my podcast for my birthday. Thank you, Lee. I love it. Another good thing that I think I mentioned last week is that I have my little doggies sleeping behind me. Another good thing is that I'm wearing this really cool shawl and it's a beautiful day outside and it, I need the shawl and it's beautiful and I love it and it feels good and it's a gorgeous day. And that's something good about right now. What's something good about your day right now? What is something wonderful? And in our example, you got everything done. You got the dog puke cleaned up. You found your car keys and you still made it to the office on time. You're a badass. 
because you did that. Yay. Round of applause, pat on the back. While you were finally drinking your coffee, you noticed that the bird feeder was full of little birds. Their little peeps and cheeps sounded like a song. That's amazing, right? You may have realized that you picked the most comfortable shoes in your closet to wear today, and that's going to help you get through the day, or at least it'll keep your feet happy to get you through the day. Now, you might say, you know what? This is really silly. Um, You know, this is crazy stuff, but I promise you, if you fake it until you make it, you are going to train your brain to think positively. You are going to train your subconscious to reframe, as the psychologists say, your experience in life. Something good about right now is what? Tell me. It's going to become easier to stay calm and to find solutions to problems when you are not being a negative Nancy, when you are being positive and grateful and finding the wonder on amazement in each moment of the day. Remember that everything works out in the end. It always does. It is something that God and the universe have given to us. It's a gift. Take it. (laughs) The same principle applies to finding your perfect partner. Okay. And that's why I talk about faking until you make it. Okay. Ask yourself, what kind of person do I want to be? What is the best version of you? Who do you admire? Who do you aspire to be? Who do you emulate in your life? Create a picture of who you want to be, who that perfect part, perfect person is, and create a picture of her in your head. Create an avatar and then fake it till you make it. You're going to feel more confident. You're going to send out subconscious messages that say, I'm happy and I'm grateful and I'm confident and I'm positive. And that means that you're going to attract happy, grateful, and confident and positive partners, which is a heck of a lot better than attracting uh, psychic vampires, losers, users, abusers, and uh, jerks, right? You don't want to attract those codependent people. You want somebody who's positive and that you can have a healthy relationship with for a change. This is only one brick in the path towards having a healthy relationship with your perfect partner. If you would like to discover three things that are holding you back from finding that partner and the number one thing that you can do to move forward towards finding the ideal partner for you, I want you to go to www.thequietzonecoaching.com slash services grab a perfect partner assessment. It's my gift to you for listening to my podcast. It's free and you can get it for yourself. And we will have a Zoom call and talk about those things and figure out the best path for you to find that perfect partner. So until next week, namaste, have a wonderful, awesome, amazing day.